This is The Jolt Go! with Larry Flick on Sirius XMLQ. So, wow, wow, wow. It's always good to see an old friend. I'm Larry Flick, and this is The Jolt. And Tony Braxton's here. We just have to dive in, girl. Hey, love. How are you? I'm really good. I'm even better having seen you. Yeah, it's been too long. It's been forever. No. It's been forever, but you look fierce. Thank you, as you do. Oh, you're, you're very sweet, girl. The lights are uh, they're working <laughs> for me today. Me they're working for me today, girl. <laughs> this is actually a really big moment because, A, it's always a big moment when I get to see Miss Tony, but I'm fi- I finally got to introduce Tony to my husband. Yes. They've talked on the phone a few times. Yes. So it just it's like a big exciting day for us. It is. He's lovely. It's a big exciting day. Tony has a brand new project premiering on Lifetime this weekend, Saturday actually, at um eight, eight o'clock Eastern Lifetime. Pacific. It's called Tony Braxton Unbreak My Heart. It's a film based on her best selling memoir. Yeah. So that's weird, right? Surreal. Because I was watching it. It looks weird to see someone else being you. Yes, it does. But she does a good job, right? She's wonderful. She's really, really good. Her name is Lex uh, Scott Davis. Yes. And uh, she's from the exes. Yes. And she's really good. She's really good. She's really, really good. She's from Maryland, like myself. Yeah. Um, When you see Unbreak My Heart, the scene where she's performing, I should say, Unbreak My Heart, I, you have to take a double look. It's a gag. She looks so much like me. So she's wonderful. What, uh, I mean, obviously, if you write a book and 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 lifetime calls and they want to do something, you do it. But yeah, is it weird to be sitting where you are? You're still young. Yes, but you know, I feel so fortunate. I mean, they thought my life was exciting, and they thought others wanted to know my story. They said it was so compelling and intriguing, and others need to hear about your struggle and know about your story. Mm. So we did it in less than a year. I mean, they came to us in March. Here we are in January, and it's coming out. And so you, you produced this movie with Babyface. Yes. That's interesting. How did that part happen? I mean, you know, Babyface and I, my, my management came to me, and they said, you know, we would love to have Babyface involved because he was part of your struggle, how you got here, and um, he helped me with the music. I mean, of course, Babyface, of course, you have to have him when you think of Tony Braxton. And well, right. Music. Absolutely. But it's you know it's it's interesting how the two of you have this this connection. Always. Yeah. We are connected. He you know he taught me how to sing. I mean I had the talent, but he taught he taught me how to sing in front of a microphone, how mm. to be cool and be an artist. Baby LA taught me how to be a star though. That's right. the difference. But Babyface was my brother. And because how I was raised very religious, very spiritual, he I couldn't watch movies. I'd never seen any Star Wars. So I remember when I signed with him, he sat me down and said, we're going to watch Star Wars, the whole trilogy. He had these big giant laser discs. In the movie, you see this happen. where He's educating me on life and pop so culture funny. and all this great stuff. Very religious. You can see my upbringing as a kid. Like, wow. Almost cult-like. But wonderful for family, for us. I mean, my parents kept us, challenged us, and we were a very close family and it was great. I wouldn't change. change and you've all turned out really well. So we did. I did. All of us. All six of us. Yeah. I'm I mean, sorry. I'm stuttering because I'm juicy mouth right now. When I see you, see I'm drooling. See how you are. But I'm. <laughs> see, I'm thinking about how well. <laughs> <laughs> see, I'm trying to be dignified. Don't be for a change. We're friends with Miss Tony. With peas and carrots. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> <laughs> So someone said, is Tony and Babyface doing it? Oh, my God. No, let's be incest. 
It would be incest? We're like brother and sisters, like really brothers. Like real, real, real? Like really, yeah. So then why hasn't he hooked you up with any of his friends? He's tried. And He's you say no? He's introduced me to a few. Uh, they, well, we're the man's. Because girl, you know, you know you're still, you are still juicy. Thank you. You ain't going to be juicy forever. <laughs> okay. This is true. I was trying to be dignified, but now we're just going to have to roll up my sleeves. <laughs> girl, yes. eventually the grape becomes a raisin. Well, you know what? <laughs> I will not become a raisin yet. I mean, you know. You're right, though. You're right. But if, you know, but here's the thing. You know what it is. You just, what is it? You're just looking at your mama and skirting on the fact that she's still juicy. My mom looks great, doesn't she? she your mom is great. juicy. She's great. In the movie, we have Debbie Morgan who plays my mom, and she's wonderful. It gags me that Debbie great. Morgan plays your mom because I remember meeting Debbie when she was Angie just starting on All My Children. Absolutely. She's a wonderful And on and Eve's Bayou. Yeah, she's terrific. She's so good. Yes. Ooh, she must have been mad playing someone's mama. No, no, she's actually good because, you know, she she said yes to the role. I guess if she didn't want to do it, she would have said no. But she, and mm. she engaged it immediately. Okay. And she plays my mom. She's playing she's my so mom good. when she was young, too, though. Yeah, so. but, you know, we're all looking at her thinking, you could be Tony Braxton's mother. You know what? Why? Well, she's not old enough to be my mom. She's only like 10 years or so older than I am. So how does all of this go so down with the sisters? It. How does all this go down with the sisters? Because here's the problem. Give it to me. Now we know what all your sisters are like. And sometimes they don't know how to behave. Well, yeah, sometimes. They're just being <laughs> girls, you know. I mean, I love them. I know what you're saying, though, yeah. But, you know, they're sisters. This We're is how sisters, sisters act. Exactly. See, you get it. You get so, it. So, so they're looking at you going, <laughs> where's my movie at? I'm trying to figure out which one of them said that. Which one do you think? <laughs> Let's just guess. Uh, I'm looking up at the sky. I'm thinking... <laughs> Uh, one of them probably said that in joking. It was, you know, we're very much- one of them said it in joking, and I know which one. Tracy. Was it Tracy? It was Tracy. It wasn't Tay Monster. No, it ain't Tay Monster, honey. She's already. You know what? You know. You know why it ain't Tay Monster? Was it? Because she's already cast her movie. She. You know what? I can't. I can't take. It. I'm leaving out right now. I know Tay Monster. She's already my cast Tay a movie. Monster. My sisters. She has cast the movie, and she's probably trying to get Sierra to play her or some stuff. You know what? Oh my God, I can't take it. He's so bad. We do have very strong personalities. My whole family. I know. Very strong. Tracy could be a little on the edgy tip. But Tracy's from Baltimore. Well, we're all from Baltimore. Tracy's still. I know, but but Tracy Tracy still has the Baltimore vibe. Yes, she does. She definitely does. I know Baltimore. Yes, that's Tracy. She's still still giving you Baltimore realness. She's like, yup, yup. One of my one of one of my best friends from the club days. Maybe you know Alternate. That sounds familiar. She's I know, like I know. You know, with a song "Free" or "Free." Oh yeah, yes, absolutely, absolutely. Honey, she's from Baltimore. She still lives there, and she's still like she's like Tracy too. She's like Tracy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Glamorous, Home like girls, Tracy. Yes. But you know, but we'll we'll we'll, we'll ghetto we'll fabulous. Cut a bitch. Let's you just know, say you it. You know what? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Cut a bitch. <laughs> probably. And and. <laughs> And won't leave Baltimore because it's home. She it's loves home. it. It's home. She loves it. They love but her. Still, but still has that second city mentality. Absolutely. That, like, wow, why don't you love me? Because you won't leave Baltimore. You know what? <laughs> My sister Tracy, everything about Baltimore is her. Between Baltimore and D.C., she still mm. lives there. And we've been trying to get her to move. But I get it because I'm about to go home tomorrow or tonight. And once I get there, I'm always so happy when I get home. I know. I know, but she you know, but Tracy's a really talented girl. All of my sisters are so They're talented. all talented, but that girl, but your, your Tracy can sing. She can sing. Honey. The whole crew can sing. I know, but she can sing. She's nice got, tone. She's Very got good really, tone. she's got that deep throaty yeah, the whole Sh- family Shirley kinda. Murdoch kind of thing Ooh, going on, don't good you one. think? I never thought about yeah, that. Yeah, she's right. got that whole vibe going on, but honey, they ain't going to hear you in Baltimore, girl. 
to get out of there. Yeah. Last time she was here, I told her that right to her face, and she's like, what she say? I know, but it's nice, Dan. I'm like, girl, all right. Mm. Yeah, I gotta leave the nest. We can always go back home, but you go, have to leave the nest. Go stay a with Tamar bit. in a nice house in L.A. You know what? Why not? I wouldn't be buying the place. I would stay stay with her. Stay Big with house. Oh, we do, we do. We never run stay into with her. each other. Me she's and Tamar are neighbors. Me and Tamar are neighbors, and we always go to each other's homes all the time. Just, you, so know, you know what it is? Go. Nobody wants to be you know stuck babysitting. You know what? Who has he been talking to? Because wow. Because I'm staring. I know. <laughs> now Logan's so gorgeous, bad. but you know what? It's so bad. Logan's more gorgeous from a distance. Logan's so yummy. They're in D.C. Know, right but, now. Yeah, you know They're what? interviewing the president. But babies are really Wife. yummy. <laughs> babies are really yummy when you ain't got to feed them, change them, wash their dirty underpants. But she can afford nannies. She has great nannies. That's why she's so happy. She's all right. She's good. That's why she's happy. She's good. But see, that's why Tracy doesn't want to go. Because then, then Tamar would fire the nanny and say, look, my sister Tracy's you know here. What? No, Tamar would have the nanny come out with all of us and the baby. Yeah, she would. That's what she does. Yeah, she would. Be like, yeah, she would. Tony Braxton joining us here on the Jolt. <laughs> so bad. I love you. I love you. So you know, part of part of what's fun about about dishing with you about all this is the fact that you and your sisters have basically bled for us on television for was it five years now, six yeah. years? New season about to start. Now I would I was I was betting that you were going to bow out after season two. Yeah, I was going to. Contractually, it was a little challenging to do that. But now I'm having fun. Well, now you look like you're having fun. Yeah, now I have fun. Because now you yell at them on screen. See, in the beginning, <laughs> if y'all weren't watching on Braxton Family Values, the first two seasons, Tony was like, she was giving you Unbreak My Heart realness on the show. She was like giving you the quiet, yeah. don't fight, girls. Don't fight. <laughs> don't fight. <laughs> That's how I say What's the matter? Oh, my God. Mommy, why are they fighting? And then season four, she's like, you could lose a few pounds. Yeah, that was That was nice. the read around the nice world. It wasn't nice to say. I, I that, forgot the cameras were there. That was the read heard around the world, and it was, but it was a good read. Listen, as someone nice, who's though. still working on losing weight, sometimes you need to hear from the person you trust most to tell you the truth because everyone else will lie to you. That's true, but the whole world heard it. It was just supposed to be a sister moment us talking, and I, I wasn't. That wasn't. But a the good thing about this room. show is that it is real. It is real, but I forgot that the cameras were there. We were having a sister moment, and I know, but that's when I was like, "Oh, I guess Tony's decided she likes this show," because you know, because just... suddenly it was like, "Oh, I know her." <laughs> I know that, that girl. Talking, yeah. I know that girl. I didn't know this girl from the first two <laughs> yeah. seasons. Yeah, but it I'm was good. It's fun. It's fun now. We have a great time. It looks like you're having fun. I mean, you know, um, every once in a while I watch and I think, "Good Lord, it's a lot of work to be involved with your family all the time." We're an animated group of girls. It's not even animated. You don't it's think just, so? I'm all, yeah, I mean, it's not just that it's animated. It's just that. It's it's very very intense because even though you know there's time in you all seem to be close enough in age so that it's a little competitive and that kind of that has to be tough and also you're the girl who was kind of like the you know what it is you know what it is I relate to and you and I've talked about this I think yeah. on mic or off mic I can't remember so I'm just gonna take my risks okay um, it's hard to be the person everyone thinks is the candy man sometimes right. Sometimes. Because you walk into the room and it's like, you're the one who could hook us all up. And so why aren't you hooking me up? Well, we talk about it in the movie. I know. It comes to life in the movie, as yeah. you've seen. And so the TV show kind of 
is sort of like it, it kind of levels the ground a little bit because it's given all the sisters opportunities. Yeah, they, they don't even need me at what all. What they anymore. what they've done with the opportunities is really on them. Yes, absolutely, and they've been doing really well. I'm proud yeah. of all of them. Yeah. But um, in the movie, we talk about it, and I remember that was hard for me to hear that out loud when my sister said that everyone helps you, and it's time for you to help us. Because I felt I was helping my sisters, and I was, but it, they just, it just didn't happen for them the same way it happened for me. But now that we've do, we're doing Braxton Family Values, it's changing. Now they have their say. They don't need me. I can miss five episodes, and who cares? It's about them and their personalities, and they've been doing a lot of great things. So um, how did, did watching that scene, how did that up the guilt uh, quotient for you because I know you were already feeling guilt about absolutely and the movie's about that too a lot of guilt throughout my career um, now I feel vindicated like free so, not in a negative way but my way it, for myself personally I remember after the second season of Braxton Family Values mm-hmm. uh, thinking and I, th- I think I s- actually said this to Tamar because Tamar has been up here a, a many many times yes. and she and I have become pretty good friends as well and I just remember saying so uh, at what point did you all set Tony free? What did she say? And she said, um, first she laughed and she goes, "Oh, you tried it." And I'm like, "And I did more <laughs> yeah, than she said that. more more than trying it. Now I want an answer." Right. And she says, "You know, about midway through the first season." Yeah, that's probably accurate. Uh, and I said, and, "You know, and because the TV show, you know, in my, from my point of view, was your was like a parting gift to them. It's like, okay." Here is the last hookup I can offer you. Now you need to figure it out. Y'all are grown. Whether that's what really happened or not, right, that's how it looked saying. to an observer. I could see that. And it was like, okay, here is the ultimate hookup. See the cameras, see the mics. The world is yours. Yeah. Figure it out. Yeah. Under- underlined how I've probably felt deep down inside. But, you know, as a sister and the oldest sister, I never wanted my sisters to think that I wasn't grateful or thankful for the things because it was all of us together performing that made Ellie and Babyface notice me. Mm-hmm. But so you know uh, what I'm saying? I absolutely know, absolutely know what you're saying. But I'm also curious to know because this is something I've been wondering for years and I haven't had a chance to ask you yet. <laughs> is I've been holding on to it? When, Here it goes. But when, it so so because you know there's a over the years on the show uh, there's been a lot of like I'm tired of being the doo-wop ditty girl. And yeah. and to me, that's that I read that as like, okay, so you were you that resentful? I just think she was eager to have a career heard, and she's so talented. And I'm the oldest, and it's like, okay, the oldest gets everything. I think the younger ones feel like that sometimes. Mm-hmm. And you have to think I'm ten years old older than Tamar. So when I was twenty, she was ten. And my next sister Tracy, the next girl, I'm five years older than she is. So when I was eighteen, she was thirteen. So what do you do? How do you balance that? Mm-hmm. So I am the representation of what. They see we can all be. But you never got mad at that? It would hurt my feelings sometimes. I can't deny it. Sometimes on the show I would watch Braxton Family Values and I'd be sad for a couple weeks. It would take, it would be challenging for me to shoot some days because my feelings was hurt. But I, but I didn't talk about it. That's my fault because I didn't address it and say, this makes me feel this way. Yeah. So that's my fault. Because you, be, you could be singing in the grocery store right now. <laughs> And instead, you're touring with Tony Braxton. Yeah, but they would just when you when the whole family's talented. What do you do? How do you suppress that? And maybe they felt, I'm speaking for them. I shouldn't do mm-hmm. that. But maybe they felt that okay, you're in a situation. You promised you were going to help all of us. You've helped us get record deals and things in the past. It didn't happen. But now here's a real opportunity for us to have a springing board. Mm-hmm. And I think that's how the reality show got life to it. Um, 
Tony Braxton joining us here on the Jolt. I'm Larry Flake. But I, I am trying, I feel like I'm maybe trying to stir it up a little no, bit. No, no, no. Your family, I extended yeah, family, but, we love you. But I'm, but I'm curious because, you know, I guess maybe because I'm the oldest in my family. So you understand some I have things. younger sisters who, who, you know, really did harbor a lot of resentment right. um, because I had a lot of hustle. A lot of hustle. Mm-hmm. Um and and so I you know there's a, there as I process my own life, the older I get, right, yeah. the more I think, okay, you know, I used to feel really guilty, I used to feel really sad. Now I'm just a little annoyed, because uh, you know the fruit falling from the tree that I raid that I built, you know, fell on you. So right. I hope you all enjoyed that because you know my back hurts from holding it up, you know. And there are times when 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 I would hear. You get this, you get that, and it's like, bitch, I ain't for you. I'm from the Bronx, <laughs> riding the motherfucking Ford so train bad. into the city. You know, ain't nobody handing anybody, you know, some some right. queen from the Bronx anything. Yeah, you know, yeah. nobody's handing. Let's be let's be blunt, real time. Not even nobody looking running to to Baltimore to hand a black girl a record deal. You know, it was challenging getting the record deal. I can't deny it. I mean, let's be yeah. real. That's real. That's, That's real. True. That's true. And you know, so I mean, I think that there are times when, which we, you know, when the, the the ones who make it feel so bad about it, when they come from a family that they yeah. love and they come from a family whom they think have great skill and great this yeah. and great all of that, mm-hmm. and they feel like, okay, you have just stolen some of my opportunity to be proud. I did feel that. I can't deny that. That was. It's in the movie. We talk about that a little bit. I, I know my family loves me, and we support each other, and they're always well, going to be undeniable. there for me. Undeniable with my family. But I think the thing that probably hurt my feelings the most is when one of my sisters said that I didn't pave the way for them. And I wasn't. I don't think I should have accolades and all these trophies and, oh, bow down, nothing like that. That just really hurt because all the ups and downs that I've gone through in my career, has I think, has helped make it better for them. Mm. And I felt that they dismissed me. So my feelings were really hurt, hurt but we talked about it. Uh... And it was resolved. But that was one of the things we talked about. But in family, that's what I love about our show, that we're so candidly honest. And family, yeah. we fight hard, but we love harder. Yeah. No, I mean, the thing is, having gotten to know all of your sisters and having had the chance to meet your mother a couple of times, I know that it's real. Yeah. I know it's, it's real. Accurate. So, you know, but I mean real like the love is real. What you're saying is real. Um, and that's a good thing. That's a really, really good thing. thing, So what, 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 um, you know, you have had, you know, along with the victories, you've earned your victories by having tough times. So what's been the toughest? Oh, my God. Because, girl, you you could be, you could write a country, country album on, on drama in your life. I got lyrics, I got lifestyle lyrics alone. Um, probably, honestly, my illness and my marriage were probably the two tough How are you feeling these days? Today's a good day. You look good. You look today energetic today. Today's a good day. Yes, I feel really good today. It's, um, the weather sometimes alters mm-hmm. how I feel. But overall, I mean, there'll be medications I'll be on for the rest of my life, but I'm still here. How about yeah, that? that's good. I, I want to be a centennial. I want to be on the cover of the Smucker's Jelly Thing nice? Jam and get my letter from the president. And yeah, Justin Bieber might be president by then. Who knows? I'm just saying, I want my letter from Girl, him. I want to be on the cover <laughs> and wave hi. I want all that. I want to be a centennial. So yeah, it's, it's so interesting how we've a lot of us learned about lupus from you. And just in the last two years, I've met three women 
who are either married to friends of mine, like a woman married to my best friend, uh, has been diagnosed with lupus. It yeah. feels like it's actually growing. I think it's all about awareness. Uh, people may have it, and everyone, like I was told, don't tell anyone. They won't understand. Well, it, it just seems works. very mysterious. It is. It is mysterious. It's hard to. It's very hard to diagnose. Yeah. It's a series of tests, and usually people think the person's a hypochondriac because they're always at the doctor. Something's yeah. wrong. They can't pinpoint it because if it's not active, if if you're not flary in the flare, you will miss the diagnosis of mm. it. And so, what was it about? Because you know, people break up all the time. What was it about your marriage <clears throat> that was that made it hard? I think both of us being in this business together, mm. and our son when we found out our son was autistic. It, kind of put a little riff and I think once I got ill and I I saw okay if anything happens to me what, what my kid's gonna do what's gonna happen and I got scared I was really scared and there's the point in the movie where I see and I hear myself take it out on him because I can say all the things he did he did this he did that he said right. these things but I heard myself say something I knew hurt him in the movie and I went oh my god I saw it. I shouldn't have said that. Wish I could have taken it back. And that's really tough to see yourself and know that you've done harm to another person or hurt someone. So I had to apologize to him. So what did you say to yourself on the day you raged at the sky and said, what have I done to bring all this on? Because we all have that moment, right? Because I remember, you know, when I had my heart attack, I remember saying, I sort of know what I've done, but I don't really know Sometimes yeah. I don't I don't know why what I've done. Sometimes I don't know why I've been spared. Right. What do yeah. you do? And, and so I want you know I mean I think a lot of us experience that during the hard times we rage. On the good yeah. days we just go why did I get to live? So on the bad day what did you tell yourself when you when you're trying to answer that question? You're looking at you're praying. You're looking at the sky. You're trying to get an answer. Yeah. Ultimately you have to give it to yourself. Y- what y- was the answer? You know it was really interesting because I remember that moment moments, plural, that I wanted to say why me when I found out I was ill, but I didn't say why me when I was winning awards and hit records. So I remember being quiet. I remember that moment so vividly, so so weird that you would mention that. But I always go, I let me go back a little. When I first found out I was ill, and the doctors told me that, you know, you need a heart transplant and all these other things, I actually thought I was gonna die. So I was facing that right then and there. And all I remember feeling from that moment on was perpetual anxiety. So it was hard for me to come to a conclusion or ask myself why me being spared, why me being whatever. It was just perpetual fatigue and anxiety, which is a horrible feeling, to, mm. a way to live your life through that kind of anxiety. And with the stress of parenting and the career and helping my family and my sisters. So the movie Like and Break My Heart for me has been therapeutic because I, I got to see it and see how to he- heal myself just by the actions that I've done to others and things that others have done to me. Because we're also always so quick to talk about, this person did that to me. Well, how many people have you hurt? Some things you're aware of, but so many you're not aware. Right. Very true. So it was therapeutic. So um, I believe very strongly that we're never given what we can't handle. I agree. And the things that, we, things that we think we can't handle in the moment are given to us because there's a reason. I don't know the reason. Some things I figure out later. There have been people in my life, and I go, what was that for? And then later I go, ah, that's what that was for. I don't know what this was for yet. Is you don't it know what it's not, for yet? No, not yet. Do you have any? No, I don't. I don't know yet. Some I things I do, but I know what you're saying. I mean, sometimes some of us are meant to be vessels for others, 
which is fucked up because why <laughs> gotta be your vessel? <laughs> what is wrong with you? You're so silly. I love you. But it's true. But you're right. Absolutely. You know, sometimes correct. don't you? T- you know, because you know, someone will say to me, you know, when I when I was recovering from from my surgery, and someone was like, "Oh my God, think of all the people you're going to help." And, and and honestly, the first thing I thought didn't say was, yeah. "And who the hell is going to help me?" We. I think I'm a pioneer, though. Well, yeah, but. I'm why, the person that's going to lead the way. Why can't someone else be the pioneer? But we were the oldest. We asked to be here first. We asked to lead the way. We asked to be the example. We must have asked because that's the role we're, we're doing. It's exhausting. Quite. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, it is. Exhausting. Exhausting. Uh, because don't you also think that um, I, there are no accidents no. and that and that uh, we're, we're anointed with not only certain joys, but certain pressures, certain responsibilities. Mm-hmm. So do you ever wonder what it is that you're ultimately meant to do while you're here? I do all the time. And do you have any, any idea? Because I, th- I think you, the day you get the answer is the day you, it's over. Probably. So do you have any clues? I would like to be clueless. Right you would about like now. to be clueless I'm right about being now. Clueless. <laughs> it's a, it's a very interesting thing, and, yes. I, and maybe it's because I'm, you know, I, I I think a lot about getting older. I spend a, an inordinate amount of time getting obsessed with age and all of that. I think it happens when we get when you turn yeah past thirty five. Do you find? Uh, let me ask you something, sure. Tony Braxton here. Like I'm not asking her already, machine gunning <laughs> the poor woman. Um, <laughs> When you when you when you know that you're holding on to life, that that the illness that you're fighting mm-hmm. is not taking you, yeah. What do you have? You become more zen, more sensitive, more patient, less patient. What does it change? What because there are certain things that don't change. This is something I've been trying to figure out. People ask me all the time, like when you have a near death experience. Mm-hmm. What what's new? What's different? People look at you like you're you're going to become the oracle, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, and, that's true. And I've discovered that I'm less patient, which is really dangerous, because uh, I was already impatient. I'm far more sensitive. If if someone sits around me and they're negative for five minutes, it becomes debilitating to me. And I used to be way better at deflecting yeah. it. So I'm curious to know, like how like what are what are some of the sensations? How have you changed? I probably suppress things more. Do you? Mm-hmm. Because I don't want anyone to feel what I feel. And I feel in their own time, whatever their journey is, they'll feel what they need to feel. And I don't want to give them mine. Really? Mm-hmm. Is that good for you? <sighs> Obviously, it must be because that's what I'm doing. It's the choice I've made. I think everything is a choice. So the choice I've made is to just keep it all in for myself. It, it causes problems. So maybe it's not the best choice. It definitely causes problems because mm. I mean, you may drop a fork and I go off and like, I just dropped a damn fork. What is she going crazy about? But I keep a lot of things bottled up often. That's good. I should try that. <laughs> Cause I'm, I'm, I'm the exact opposite. I used to be able to go, Oh, you dropped a fork. Now I'm like, you dropped a fucking fork. I mean, I just, yeah, I get upset about the fork, but before that you blew up my car. Okay, you uh, <laughs> set my house on fire, yeah. you stabbed me 5,000 times, and I'll say nothing, but you drop the fork and I go off. And it's misplaced yeah. anger or disappointment, I should say. So interesting. Life is really bizarre, Tony. Right? So bizarre. The, um, the movie is called uh, Tony Braxton, Unbreak My Heart. It premieres on Lifetime this Saturday at 8 o'clock Eastern Pacific. It's followed by Beyond the Headlines. 
uh, which features interviews with Tony and her family, L.A. Reid, Babyface, David Foster, Diane Warren. They're all going to talk about how they basically gave you stuff when you basically gave it to them. But anyway. Um, <laughs> Who is he? <laughs> What's the matter, Tony? <laughs> Not the laugh in the mic. <laughs> oh my God. So, <laughs> so are you looking forward to singing again? <laughs> yes, I am looking forward to seeing. I, just, I love performing. It's why I do what I do. All the ups well, because you know, one of the last feeling. conversations we had, you were like, "I ain't singing no more." I was really serious about that. I think I was down. I mean, I, I found out I had lupus. My marriage wasn't going well. I was really feeling sorry for myself. And sometimes you need someone to smack you and have that moonstruck moment. Snap out of it. And Babyface was that person for me. Because that record the two of you did was magic. It was a great record. It's probably my favorite record. It was of all a gorgeous record. Gorgeous, yeah. gorgeous record. Uh, probably your most honest vocals, too. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, mm -hmm. really, really amazing. Um, okay, so I'm going to put everybody in the room on the spot. Do it. Move up do to it. that, move up do to that microphone. Do you. it. Do it. Not just you. Me. Do it. Yeah, no, no, no. So, so Tony Braxton is here, yeah. and my husband came in because hey, um, uh, Tony's actually talked to him many, many times. Yes, absolutely. He adores you. Diddle. And uh, he told me a story that I didn't know. Tell my husband me. and I have been together for 12 and a half years. Okay. And he told me a story that connects to you me. that he's going to tell you because okay. I believe one of the great opportunities of what I get to do is look people in the eye and tell them what they mean to me. We get to be silly, I get yeah. to ask stupid questions, but I also have had the opportunity many times in my life to say, you changed my life for this reason. And sometimes I feel like I'm, if that's a vessel that I get to be for people, that's good. But if I can give people the chance to say it themselves, okay. then I force them to, and he's looking at me like, what the fuck you doing? But he doesn't get no choice because <laughs> I'm his ride home. <laughs> Please stop making me laugh. So, go ahead, Shane. Tell, tell ahead, me what Shane. you told me tell a couple me. days ago. <clears throat> Let me get my wow. giggle out first because what he just said. Okay, I'm done. Okay. Here we go. Um, well, in September '96, I was I became very ill and I went into hospital and they told me I had AIDS and um, that I wouldn't live very long and they put me on to lots of horrible medication and tests and things. And the only thing that got me through was your album, Secrets. Really? I just played it over and over. Really? How are you feeling today? Good. You're good? <laughs> Thank you. That's so sweet. Thank you. Look for the movie Tony Braxton and Break My Heart on Saturday on Lifetime. I love you, honey. Thank you.